Welcome to the Start Simple Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Mathers, and uh, welcome to Episode 5. On today's episode, I'm going to talk about one of the biggest barriers to fitness and how to overcome it. Uh, That barrier being time, uh, you know, finding time for fitness, being able to carve out that time for yourself when we're all super busy and uh, and starving for time already because of work, family, you know, life in general. It seems we never have enough time. So um, you look at your schedule and you, you probably don't see a solution. You, you know, think it's, you know, you can't do it. You know, it's, uh, sometimes feels like finding time is, is like trying to get blood from a stone. It's just not there, right? But uh, but there is time. There is time there. Uh, anyone can find that time regardless of how busy your schedule is. Really. <laughs> it's hard to believe, but it but really, um, the time is there. But you know, making it work for you, it might require thinking outside the box. You know, taking kind of a non traditional approach to fitness. So today I'll discuss a few approaches that I, I like to recommend for people and that I often do myself. Uh, these are options that you can take to you know to make time for fitness. It's something I like to call the one minute to fitness approach. Um, and, uh, and I'll be talking about that today, but, but before I dive into that, I just want to tell you, uh, about the online guided fitness program that, uh, I just launched, uh, the start simple online fitness project. Um, it's a new kind of members only group that it's a different approach to fitness. It, uh, it blends the individual attention of personal training with a, a fitness group's sense of community. The idea is to take a, a habit-building approach to fitness. You know, build, build in small steps into your, your fitness journey. Uh, it teaches valuable tools like, uh, for how to change your behavior, how to overcome setbacks, how to make fitness sustainable and enjoyable. Um, this isn't a gimmicky, cookie-cutter, you know, get-fit-quick program. The size of the group is kept small to make sure participants receive personalized feedback. Uh, advice and tips are given based on an individual's you know, unique situation, um, uh, goals, challenges. Um, you know, guidance is, is customized for each person's goals and, and, and their common obstacles and, and, and things holding them back. And, uh, and workouts and, and challenges within the group, they're designed to be flexible so that each person can shape them to their own strengths or weaknesses or, or again, obstacles. Participants get, you know, they get help with goal setting. Uh, they get tips on how to make time for fitness. Uh, they get exercises, advice, and guidance, workout recommendations, help navigating setbacks and, and injuries, um, short-term goals and challenges that, that, that keep you focused and on track. And of course, with the community setting, it's, it's a lot of encouragement, accountability, um, and uh, and that sense of community that I think is, is so important in fitness. So, we're in the infancy of this project, uh, and as as just starting out, and trying to grow membership in the in the group, I want to make it easy for people to uh, to get involved. So, so for the first ten people who contact me from this podcast, I'll give you uh, I'll give you a sixty percent off to the first. 10 people who sign up for three months or more. Just head on head on over to our website. It's uh, startsimplefitness.com. 
you can find out more there. Um, and uh, when you message me to sign up or ask any questions, you know, simply include the the phrase podcast offer. And it, you know, as I said, if you're one of the first ten people, you know, you got it. So, uh, of course, let me know if you have any questions. Uh, sign up soon. I hope to be able to you know start start working with you and, and start helping you on your uh, on your fitness journey. So. All right, uh, on with the uh, on <laughs> enough of the advertising. Let's get on with the episode. So, um, so let's talk about finding time for fitness. Um, you know, often, obviously, for a lot of people, they feel like it, you know it's mission impossible, or so it seems. And finding time and finding the the quote unquote right time can be extremely hard. Um, organizations like you know the CDC. And the American Heart Association, they recommend 150 minutes of moderate aerobic activity a week or 75 minutes of vigorous aerobic activity a week. And, you know, most fitness professionals present your options for reaching that in chunks, in 60-minute chunks or 45 or 30 or 20. I don't think ever below 20. Um it, they, so they present it in in blocks and chunks, and you know there's there's many reasons for that, um, including that it, it it it's that makes it easy to, for uh, for for personal trainers or um, fitness instructors to to create classes and sessions that that um, uh, to set aside time to to work with people. Um, besides, obviously the 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 clear benefits of of sustained exercise and activity. Um, the American College of Sports Medicine recommends, you know, adults should accumulate at least 30 minutes of moderate intense, uh, moderately intense aerobic activity five days per week or engage in 20 minutes of vigorous activity three days per week. Um, as I said, like this, these numbers, and, and I, I feel like the way it's presented just reinforces this idea of, of, your workout and your physical activity has to be done in big chunks in in a segment of your day a block um so gym classes exercise videos they're all structured um with this this chunk of time format and for you for the for the person who's trying to exercise and get fit you know that 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 takes commitment takes commitment not only for that block of exercise time if you're going to the gym but the logistics around it you know driving to and from the gym getting changed uh i mean hell i know I, there's a lot of people who say just figuring out what to wear <laughs> uh or making sure they have, have gym clothes uh it takes up time and 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 eat, you know causes stress and anxiety so just get the getting changes um Getting whatever equipment you need and you know water together, making sure you've eaten, but but not eating too much or too close to your workout time, and uh, and figuring out what to do with the kids if you have young kids, um, you know, trying to trying to make sure that they're watched or cared for at that time takes time. Uh, taking the time to stretch out, warm up before class, and then even when class is done, maybe taking time to, to talk with people afterwards whether you want to or not it adds it adds up so um there's, there's a lot more than just working out involved and even if you're not going to the gym even if you're just working out at home you still have challenges um and 
in, in including that is, is just finding the quote unquote right time. Uh, you know, it's it's hard to work out at the end of the day when you've been on the go all day and maybe sitting all day, uh, and and suddenly you have downtime at you know seven or eight at night. And probably the last thing you want to do at that point is work out. You know, if you have young kids, you want to spend time with them uh, before they go to bed. Once you get them to bed, you you, you probably want some time on your own to just relax. Uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Relaxation, downtime is extremely, extremely important. And uh, too often I feel like we dismiss the value of relaxation and downtime. So so anyway, with all that going on, you know, who who has energy at that time of night? If, if that's the only time you feel like you have free time, um, who has energy at that time of night? Especially, you know, as I said, if you've been sitting at a desk all day, um, you have no energy probably. Uh so it seems impossible to find the time to get in a workout. Uh, it's hard to find 30 minutes, never mind one hour. And um, now, as I said in an earlier episode, step one, schedule and prioritize. Um, make a point of carving out a segment of time ahead of, a segment of your day ahead of time. That, that's extremely important and effective. Um, so try to start there. Try to set aside, try to plan ahead of time. And, and set aside time for for your health and for physical activity. Start there. Uh, but even then, um, if you have a busy schedule like most people do, it's it's that alone is is not always going to be a solution. So finding time, it, you know, it doesn't mean it's hopeless. It's a hopeless quest to find time just because it seems impossible to find thirty minutes or an hour out of your day. Uh, it's not hopeless. It doesn't mean you can't do it. It just it just means that you need to find other options, other ways. You know, when you when you hit barriers, when you hit obstacles, you don't change your goal, you change your plan. Um, and so, you know, maybe we need to rethink our approach to fitness sometimes. You know, rethink how we structure fitness, rethink what success looks like, and and for you, that might mean ignoring what everyone else is doing or what the industry tells you is what the fitness industry tells you is the quote unquote way and and instead focus on on finding your own way um, now you might not think you know how but but trust yourself you, you likely m- more often than now when people follow their instincts they're they're right you know people i think people uh know a lot more about how to get fit than, than they often give themselves credit for. Um, but we often think if, if we're not doing the same thing that everyone else is doing, then we must be doing it wrong. That whatever we're doing is not going to work because what everyone else is doing is is, is, is clearly the path because everyone's doing it. Um, but that's it's not always the case. So, uh, look, before... Um, I have two kids. Before I even before I had kids, ages and ages ago, uh, uh, when I was uh, when I was working a nine to five job, and uh, you know, I look back and I and I and I think, my goodness, I I'm clearly had so much time on my hands because I didn't, you know, the, little kids kids are wonderful, but they they eat up a lot of time. So I was working a nine to five, and I, and even then though, I I, I felt like it was tough to find time to work out and again at the end of the day who who wants to work out at the end of the day it's it's tough so and then obviously once kids came 
uh, I was I felt like I was always on the go. But you know, as I hit my mid to late thirties, um, I didn't like the way my fitness was going or or not going. <laughs> like it just I wasn't finding time for it, and um, you know, and 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 it had its effects. I, I just I got you know got into a shape I didn't like. It was uh, I was out of breath easily. I, I had no energy. It was putting on weight. Um, so I wanted to do something about it. So. Again, finding time was a huge challenge. So I just changed it up. Uh, I started just doing exercises whenever I could in bits and pieces, in small segments. And um, and it worked. <laughs> you know, it worked. And, I, and what I found from that is that you do what you can. Um, you do what you can do when you can do it. There doesn't have to be any secret sauce, secret formula here. Um, it really comes down to keeping things basic and simple <laughs> and and just moving more, just moving more during the day. So this, this exercising in bits and pieces, I found it to be extremely effective, uh, much more than I ever expected. And on, and on top of that, on top of just getting in some exercise and some physical activity during my day, I found that the engaging my body in multiple times a day in these bits and pieces, it, it, it engaged the muscles and engaged my, my system and my body regularly throughout the day rather than the, the, the typical format, which is just doing one workout a day and before that workout and after that workout just kind of allowing your body to just go into a slumber some that energy sapping slumber you know, of non-movement and uh i i i think there's a lot of value to engaging your body throughout the day um so that's how i kind of came up with this this idea this approach that uh that i i guess i i, I now call the 1 minute the fitness um, one minute to fitness approach. Uh, now, when you hear that, you know, before I get a wave of, of, of hate mail from, from fitness professionals, and let me just be clear up front. I am not telling you that you can be fit from just one minute of activity a day. And this, you know, one minute to fitness concept is it's not a substitute. For a uh, for a regular fitness program, like twenty minutes, thirty minutes, an hour at a time, um, it's 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 not meant to replace that. If you do have time for that, um, there's a lot of shortcuts marketed to people in the health and fitness industry. This is not one of them. This is not a shortcut. This is not a shortcut. It is a beginning. It's a starting point. Uh, that is an important distinction. You know, before big changes can happen. A lot of little changes need to happen. It's a journey. You know, we're working on, on, on changing mindsets, changing habits, and, and this kind of stuff, it doesn't happen overnight. It starts with one step, one activity, one minute. Um, you can't get to 150 minutes of activity without starting at one. So if, if you're not moving at all, start with one and build on it. So forget the ideal 
don't let the ideal or this, this, this idea of perfection hold you back. Forget the way everyone else does it or does fitness or how you're quote-unquote supposed to do fitness. If you're waiting for a perfect solution or even a, a just-right solution, you're never going to make progress. You just need to do something. Just do what you can when you can. Um, so with this this one-minute-to-fitness idea, there's a, a few different ways to approach it and and most of all it's about flexibility schedule flexibility uh we'll we'll talk about physical flexibility later but it's about schedule flexibility and in finding what works for you um start by coming up with a handful of exercises basic exercises to focus on quick easily accessible uh, exercises that you can you can just knock out on a moment's notice uh we just recently did uh a kind of a back to basics episode focusing on on some favorite basic exercises if you haven't listened to that i'd I'd recommend go back and and check that out and uh it'll give you some ideas as far as easy well not easy to do necessarily but uh easily accessible easy uh basic exercises to to focus on you know things like Things like push-ups, squats, lunges, uh, butterfly sit-ups, flutter kicks, planks, things like that. Um, so anyway, come up with a handful of exercises that that um, work for you and they work for your goals. Um, and then think about how you want to track it. How do you want to monitor accumulation? The uh, How... Monitor how often and how, how much you do these exercises. Um, and, and I'll go over a few few thoughts, a few approaches to doing this. Um, the first is a daily rep total um, approach. So basically, you know, I'll, I'll just drop and do push-ups when I'm in the kitchen. Uh, if I'm microwaving something, uh, when I am waiting for a child to get out of the bathroom, which uh, which happens quite quite frequently, uh, when I'm sick of sitting at the computer doing work and I need to kind of stand up and stretch my legs, I just get up and I do a few push-ups, and then I I mark it down. And what I do is I have I don't mark it down on my phone. I don't do it on the computer. I, I try to again keep things super simple. So what I've done is I keep is I've taped a piece of paper on my basement door in next to the kitchen in the kitchen and i have a pen nearby so again not even a phone or a computer i just jot down when i've done some push-ups and just add to it whenever i just drop down and do some push-ups it's quick it's simple and that's what we're going for here so um so whenever you have time and and again we're talking seconds we might be talking 30 seconds here um you drop down, you, you can do your squats, you can do your push-ups, you can do uh, a plank or some sit-ups. And then, and then just add, add it up and keep track, keep track of it. Um, keep track of it on a daily basis, a weekly basis, a monthly basis. Um, you can have weekly, monthly goals that you, you shoot for and try to beat. Um, I tend to go with monthly goals, but uh, weekly goals have a lot of advantages. And I, and I think they're I think it's kind of a sweet spot. I think uh, people can benefit a lot from having weekly goals of push-ups or squats or sit-ups. Um, 
I think it it it, it helps. It has its advantages over a daily tracking approach or a monthly tracking approach in that it it, it helps with the attention span. I feel like if you're stri- if you're only tracking how many let's say push-ups, if you're only tracking how many push-ups you do on a daily basis, you know, that can kind of bleed together and become dulled and after a while you might lose interest in this. Um same thing with a, with a with a month goal, <laughs> you know. It a month can seem like a really long time. It's not, but it can seem like it. And so you might start this push-up challenge do great for a week, even 10 days, and then just get bored with it. Just lose interest um, at, because the goal seems so far away. Um, but if you have a weekly challenge, a new challenge every week, it's, it's long enough to be interesting, to have your ups and downs and navigate them, but also short enough to have a, a finish line insight close and, and you get that satisfaction of completing a challenge uh, relatively immediately. So... Um, so think about that. Think about what's, what's best for you. What I do. So as I said, as I, I write it down on a piece of paper on my basement door, and then I have a spreadsheet on my computer and I'll just, uh, put in the daily totals into that spreadsheet. And then I can track it on a weekly basis or a monthly basis and, and see how it adds up. And then again, you can try to beat that number next week or next month or, or tomorrow. And, um, you're continually competing with yourself that way, and 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 look, competition's fun. Competition's effective. Again, even if you're just competing with yourself. Um, so I'm a big, big fan of 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 taking that approach to fitness. Again, small, small bites, small segments, small pieces. Working out when when you can. Um, another option is kind of short. I guess benchmark challenges or workouts. So, if you, this is good for when you have maybe five or ten or even fifteen minutes that you can devote to some activity, some exercise, um, without getting say too involved or anything. So this could be um, you can do a Tabata challenge where you. I would recommend. Um, I would recommend if you don't already have one that you get a Tabata timer app uh, for your phone. And what it'll do, you can set it so that it it it, it times you. You can do uh, four rounds, eight rounds. You can do however many rounds you want. Say, and this is just a wild example, you can customize it um, to whatever your needs are. You do an exercise, 40 seconds on, 20-second break, 40 seconds on again, 20-second break. Um so that's it that's again if you have a few minutes of a block and you want to get in a short short workout bam just do that um 5 minute challenge say you know again push-ups squats sit-ups whatever you want to do five, if you have 5 minutes and i'm just throwing this out there you you can customize the numbers to whatever wherever you are and whatever you think is doable um say you have a 5 minute challenge you could do See if you could do 100 squats and 30 push-ups or so. If that's difficult for you, you can, again, customize it however you want. You could do 10 push-ups. You can do 50 squats. Uh, if that's if it's all too easy, uh, I don't know, 150 squats, 50 push-ups. <laughs> Hopefully you see where I'm going here. Five minutes, It's it's you just create your own little challenges 
and uh, and, and and shoot to beat him. Uh, another one, basement stairs. Uh, I go up and down go up and down mine for ten minutes at a time and just try to try to track how many times how many laps I've done, um, and uh, and then try to beat it again. Just it's super short, um, uh, simple workout. So. And so I'm so just little little things, little pieces like that. Obviously, if you can devote more time to more traditional workouts, great. Um, you, you know, another besides the, the the one minute things, the five minute challenges, uh, you you can kind of extend this activity to mileage. Now, I think walking is the is hands down the best exercise in the world that you can do i think it's how your body is built it, what your body is built for um so tracking miles is a is a great way to increase your your physical activity um and again you can chip away at that the same way that you do with the one minute two minutes of push-up squats in the kitchen uh now a lot of people like to count steps on their Fitbits, and I and I and that's a good start. Um, you know, you can walk a quarter mile here, one mile there, track it over a week or a month, just like you do with the push-ups, and uh, and try to beat it. The the Fitbit and the steps. Now, that's a as I said, it's a good place to start. That being said, I I prefer to kind of ignore the steps and and I and focus instead on deliberate intentional walking where you're just walking for the sake of exercise for the for the act, activity of walking you're not working and just walking a little bit while you work um you're not grocery shopping you're not doing something else um look just any activity is good activity if 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 you can do steps and if that's working for you great go for it um i i like intentional deliberate walking um because i feel like a you can you can focus on your pace you can keep up a better pace um it you have a little bit better awareness of your activity of your pace how you're feeling you can push it a little bit uh i i feel like it's better for you mentally it's relaxing you get to focus on what you're doing you get comfortable with the activity of walking and and, and maybe pushing it as i said um so i i really like the idea of focusing on walking and uh, again, you can track that in bits and pieces, much the same way that you do with the push-ups. You know, like I said, a quarter mile in the morning, maybe a mile in the evening, add it up over the course of a month, um, and uh, you know, and, and and do that. I think um, one of the things I want to do, as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, is is we have the Start Simple Online Fitness Project. And as we move forward and as we grow that group, I'd like to have kind of a, a, a mileage group where, you know, where we all kind of we challenge ourselves to kind of increase our mileage on a, on a monthly basis. We track it and, and, and we increase it. So that's, you know, if, if tracking mileage is something that interests you, I would, I would recommend, again, looking into the, into the group, into the project. Um, also, as I said, the, the, the five minute, ten minute, fifteen minute workouts challenges. Um, coming up with these short workout ideas and challenges—that's something I'm going to be. I'm going to begin posting regularly in this project group, and as we grow out the group, 
more to more members. Um, there'll be more of that. So if you're looking for ideas, new ideas for five minute workouts and challenges, you know, you might want to check that out. Um, so anyway, that's sorry. Sorry for the, uh, the unplanned advertisement there, but, but, uh, check it out if you want. Anyway. Um, so that is, that's kind of the, the, the bits and pieces approach to fitness that I, I really, I really like and encourage people to try. Um, so here's a homework challenge if you're interested in, in, in taking it on. Try to get in at least 15 minutes a day of physical activity over the course of the day. You know, try, try to do it every day, 15 minutes. Um, doesn't have to be all at once. Doesn't have to be in only two segments. Bits and pieces throughout the day. And then, I, and then once you've done that and once you're doing it regularly and it's working – you know, try boosting it to 20, try boosting it to 30. Um, you know, again, if you can't get this, if you can't get the 15 minutes, don't worry about it. It's okay. You got to start somewhere. And if you're not doing anything right now, and if you can't get those 15 minutes a day, um, fine. You know, if you, if you can't get it, just start with one or two minutes a day. Really, really. Uh, you know, a lot of people would say, well, that's not enough. And, and I would say, you know, I, I I would push back on that. Um, it, sure, it's not enough. It's not perfect, but it's a start, and that's what we're going for here. We're not going for immediate success. If immediate success was the bar for whether you do anything or not, you know, then then why try? Why try to improve? Why try to make progress? Because most most times, success doesn't happen immediately. It takes time. It takes work. It takes patience. It takes habit building, and that's what we're going for here. Not an immediate solution, not a quick, easy fix. We're trying to build habits, and you build habits piece by piece. So, all right. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, if you like what you hear, please tell your friends about us. Spread the word. Uh, be sure to leave a review. It's a huge help in, 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 in growing this. Um, be sure to follow us on social media. It's, uh, you know, Instagram, Facebook, just look for, uh, start simple fitness and, uh, check out the website, startsimplefitness.com for more content and information. All right. Thanks for listening.